Hey, welcome to Drunk on Vinyl. Hi. Hey, uh, I'm going to get the record started now just because there's a bit of an extended intro on this one, but we are listening to North Star, Pollyanna. My favorite record of all time. Of all time? All time. And it's not even close, really. Like there's no, oh, the second place isn't even close. Yeah, second place is good. We already listened to it, but um, was that Get Up Kids? Um, Limbeck. Limbeck and Get Up Kids are neck and neck for two and three. Oh, yeah, I'm but okay with that. This album is just incredible. Even what, uh, thirteen years later? Yeah, released uh, April twentieth, two thousand four, uh, from Triple Crown Records. Matt Squire produced. That's popular at the time. Yeah. They, uh, he did all the Copeland stuff, right? Yeah. Or a lot of. For me, this album is perfect. Front to back, every song, every note. I mean, there's nothing bad on this record. I, it's the only record that I can play all the way through front to back. And just no en- skippers whatsoever. Nothing at all, and thoroughly enjoy it. Like, yeah. tapping along or something. There's not, there's no dead zone for you where you're like, you're even, you've learned to like a song or not something like that. That's awesome. Cause even with me, like, Dude Ranch is what, when I first heard "Damn It," I was like, I want to learn guitar. Yeah. Like immediately after hearing it, yeah. and then listening to Dude Ranch, there's like "Degenerate" is a fun song, but I've skipped it. Yeah. But so for one of my favorite albums, I even have skippers on it. But that's awesome that from the start you've just been yes, this is it. It's it. Yeah. I mean, the lyrics are good. He's, yeah. he's a very good writer. That's what caught my eye at the time. I mean, I, a lot of a lot of music at that time was it was good, but kind of shallow in lyrics. Not as in depth as he no, is. I agree. I do agree. And I feel like we've referenced this before, but this all hit during that. I, I think of these, the early 2000s like this, as like the time I loved Copeland, I loved May, right. stuff like that. Right. So to hear a band like, oh, here's here's some ripping guitar parts on here. Popular away message with our friends, oh, I feel like. Yes. <laughs> My screen name was uh, actually, after a lyric of theirs, uh, was Raccoon Eyes. Raccoon Eyes. Yeah. yeah. Raccoon Eyes Skin Lighter. Yeah. The Heaven's Best Fighter. <laughs> Thinking she needs me. Yeah. Girl, I guess listen. <laughs> Let me run through this real quick. It says Pollyanna is the second studio album by American band North Star. They released the album in 2004 after two years of touring with bands such as Taking Back Sunday and The Beautiful Mistake. I'm not sure who they are. That sounds familiar. Uh, using material from their first studio album, Is This Thing Loaded, also released through Triple Crown. Uh, oh, so they're, they're just saying they, they only toured playing things off of the, Is This Loaded. Uh, although commercially not very successful, like much of North Star's work, it has been passionately praised and defended against critics by North Star's fans, even after 12 years since their breakup. Yeah. I remember reading somewhere that they don't really, like, when the, the whole 10-year tour craze was going on for the past, like, five years. Oh, yeah. They, uh, they were like, no way. 
they, uh, they, they had no they, interest they, in doing they, it. They kind of just uh, passed on this error, I guess. I love this song right here. I even got that time down. I got the timing down. <laughs> oh yeah. I wish I know knew the exact BPM for that, but I, <laughs> I just finger tap it out, knowing those drums kicking. It's a pretty simple lead, yeah. But there's the the twang to it makes it so catchy. This was um, the first song I not ever, but I learned this record front to back too. You know how to play this? Most of it. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I mean I I know Dude Ranch I can play that one of the very few others that I've just I can put on start to back I can play um, Atari's End Is Forever yes you can <laughs> oh I know that <laughs> we should do that someday yes because actually that um that too while one of my honestly I love that record it it still hits me the same way when I first heard it and I was late to the game on it yeah someone burned me a copy of it along with Blue Skies, because for the longest time I only bought the Look Forward to Failure EP, right. so I can listen to San Dimas over and over yes. again, but we'll do that someday. But we have seen Northstar. I've seen them once. Have you seen them more than the, uh, that time? I feel like I should have, but I don't believe so. I think we had to travel to see them. So, yeah, I mean, just to Rochester from us. Um, it was a very strange show. I remember wasn't that. that. Wasn't another show going on parallel in like the bigger part of the venue? Something like that. Um, it was like, I don't know if it was just a stacked bill from the start and it was like ridiculous or if that, you saying that makes more sense because no. the fact that um, North Star and Monine. Monine played on the bigger stage. But then, like, Muse was the headliner. Yes, yes, Muse. I forgot about that. And there was some British punk band who was, like, the second build. Uh, Popular at the time. I couldn't tell you their name now. They're clearly still around doing their playing yeah. songs. Um, but it was very weird. I remember you. this venue has two stages and it's it's purely based on how many tickets do they sell if they exceed an amount they'll move it to the large side so we walked into the small side of it and it was pretty full and park opened the show I yes think, right? park was big at the time too park was great oh my god yeah. that was sick um so park played and then it shifted to the other side and some band played but then Northstar was setting up on the small stage. So you were expected to walk back and forth yeah. between these two stages. Right. It was very weird. But I remember we were up close for both of them, yep. Park and Northstar. Yep. And we were trying to figure out before we started recording, did Pollyanna come out before we saw that show? Because we've discussed off the first album, uh, Is This Thing Loaded? I... This album, I love, um, but there's like a song or two that I like on the first album. I can't listen to the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. It, it's poorly recorded. Admittedly, by them, poorly yeah. recorded. They did, um, during this session, I think, they re-recorded a couple songs off it. At least sound phenomenal. Oh, 
Where do they exist? I uh, they released an EP. Really? Yeah. Um, I think My Ricochet was re-recorded. And it sounds like amazing. <laughs> I I'd kill for a re-recorded existing mode because I think I yeah. like more of the songs than I do. It's like the uh, fabled initial session of your favorite weapon. Yeah, yeah. Before they lost all the files and. I have a feeling that's why Jesse and them never want to play anything from it because they just right. hate it for that reason. We got two very friendly dogs here. <laughs> You can tell we do this live. <laughs> Hopefully you won't hear that, because I'll probably mute our mics or just cut out that portion. I love this. I like the guitars. They play through, um, I think, I think, PV4040? That's not familiar to you? Is that, that what Andy Williams at least used to play through? Yeah, I think I think Matt Br- Brash played through a PV too at the yeah, start. Yeah. I mean, they play and they play Gibsons. Just yeah, sounds like metal guitars. <laughs> it's great. I remember the guitarist, uh, the lead. Not is is the singer's name Nick? Is that what it yeah. is? Not Nick, the other fellow who was Tyler. I think his name was Tyler. That sounds familiar. Even though I have the liner notes somewhere, and I could tell you. Yeah, so Nick Torres on vocals, guitar, and apparently he's he played piano and what is Magnus? Because he's played Magnus on this recording. <laughs> and then Tyler, uh, second guitarist, leads. Uh, Jake Fisher, bass, vocals, guitar, and Gabe Renfro on drums. Do you like what um, Nick's done with his band after this uh, casino? I remember just because it was him um, downloading the songs and hoping I would like them, and I didn't hate them, but it's the kind of thing where I need to be in the mood to listen to that. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to put it in and get all pumped up like this. Um, So I I haven't stuck around listening to it. What about you? I mean, Um, it was a while ago when it came out. The first stuff he put out I liked a lot. They sounded like North Star songs to me. but Just acoustic versions. But his more recent stuff, it's kind of changed a lot. I do think the um, I love the double. Yeah. Just the act of uh, the three. Dana, Dana, Dana. That is so catchy. Oh yeah. 
back in the pure volume days, <laughs> was probably when I started listening to this on there. Um, do you remember, did they have some promo picture of them sitting in the middle of the street on a couch? Yeah, I think that's actually the picture on their EP. Yeah. <laughs> Also have a DVD. That I'm sure Live DVD, right? Yeah. Is that what it is? I'm sure. Not I own two of them somehow. And I'll, I'll give you one. I mentioned. But the end of the song, how it fades out, the uh, live version is really good. Really? Yeah. yeah he, he, Tyler just goes nuts on this crazy solo. Nice. Yeah. I've always liked this part too. Yeah. Oh, that part's so good. that got me into them. It might have been uh, Sean. Um, Sean is what got me into them. It was probably Sean. Then, um, you Or by proxy, you told me. Yeah. Something like that. Sean was definitely the first the friend group too. He loved Jesus and Lord. He yeah. loved it. I do love just the line from uh, Rigged and Ready, uh, Dodging Broken Down Satellites. Yep. It's such a good line. That's another popular oh yeah oh my god that yeah like we were saying at the start when we were reading the kind of synopsis um i do think that this not only album but just band in general is very very overlooked um I heard so many times that people are like, I remember the name from back in the day. They're like, I never even listened to anything of theirs. And God knows they were probably listening to something not so great, Uh, especially from that time. So I don't know. I just, uh, they have a small but dedicated cult following, I'd say. Absolutely. Um, I think I, they should have blown up with this album. They should have. Yes, they, a lot of a lot of bands met times it. I know in the liner notes for this album, I think it was, mm-hmm. or maybe it was is a single. Uh, Taking back Sunday was quoted saying, "This is the greatest band of all time." Oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean they had the respect of a lot of bands, yeah. but it, sadly, just for whatever reason, it, my, my take on that is mm-hmm. at that time. 
Image was a big thing. Yes, yes. Um, they oh, were, oh, my God. I mean, taking Back Sunday even sold shirts <laughs> stating that their genre was fashion core. Yeah. I remember that. So. Um, they kind of usurped that image. They I didn't remem- care much for... Yep. Skinny jeans and tight shirts. Today. I remember Nick. He he just looked like a regular guy when we yeah. saw him. He was wearing a baseball hat on stage mm-hmm. and played wearing the hat. He's just yeah. listened to the music. Like I'm right. not gonna exactly. Yeah. And they didn't go out of their way to push that side of their image. I think that. I mean, props on them for not you know, selling out. Yeah. But, I know for this album too, uh, Matt Squire, who recorded it, I, th- I heard he really pushed Nick to improve his vocals, and you could tell he sounds very good. A lot better than the first yeah. one. Just want to look up real quick, just to make sure what else Matt Squire did. Everything at that time. Yeah. Receiving end of sirens. You say trios? Yes, another. I'm gonna bring that over for you. We're gonna listen to that. That's the one you have to get me into. I remember you always like them. And he also did between the heart and the synapse. So he did their EP and that. I remember the name, the junior varsity. Oh yeah. I can't think of what. Yeah, they're right. Oh Jesus, he did Panic, the first one. Yes. I did not know that. Um, Hit the lights. This is a stick up. That's a good one. Uh, a band that I will never say in a microphone. I will. Uh, so I will not say their name either. They're from here, and uh, yeah. And if, and if you still uh, buy tickets for their shows, um, never listen to the show again. <laughs> uh, I think we should say who the band is. Now. Oh, they know who it is. <laughs> um, uh, Daphne loves Derby. Oh yeah, I used to like them. I remember really liking uh, there was some EP that Daphne Loves Derby put out that was so good. Um, it was like nothing but acoustic. Cause it, was it just him at the start or something uh, like no, that? No, I think it was a three-piece. It always was. Okay, well then this what this did set it apart because it was like an acoustic EP of some new songs and different versions of the full band. I remember really liking that one. Oh, jeez. All-time low. So wrong, it's right. Yeah. I tell you, he did all... You know, some of the big shit. Wow. Did he do any of this Providence? Yeah, I just passed them. Okay. Yep. I used to love that. Um, the Bright Light CP? No. Oh, that's, that's a, all that's he did? I'm looking at uh, here. I don't know. He might have done another one. Let me see. If I just flip past it's it. It's called Between Two Worlds. But I'm not sure. It's before they blew up on... Yeah. yeah. He might have not done that one. I've always loved this line too in the song. Yes, I do like this. Wow. This puts her life in perspective. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Both guitar parts, excellent right now. Oh, 
apparently he got in some more poppier stuff throughout the years because I started scrolling past things like Selena Gomez, <laughs> uh, One Direction, Ariana Grande, Kesha, wow. Demi Lovato. Cashing in on that. Yeah. I mean, his most current stuff in 2016 was, I don't know if this is Sum 41's new album or just a song called Twisted by Design. Uh, Ronnie Dunn, who is probably a country artist considering how it looks like he's on Nash Icon Records. Tiffany Houghton, don't know who she is, and Dreamers. But that's what he did in 2016. I've always disliked. Well, that's not fair to say. Usually, I dislike when albums did this at the time. Like, me too. Full tempo. Oh, all no, of a sudden, let's slow it down because you gotta, and then pick it back up. But this song is this song is incredible. Very <laughs> I was at the same place. I remember at the time, just because it, it was almost a trendy thing to do. Like, yes, all right, yes. part way through, we're gonna yep. do the slow song, and it would just annoy me to the part where, God, by the time Cartel Chroma hit and the two slow songs on there, I was like, you gotta be <laughs> fucking kidding me! Like, two of these on yep. here. If we ever listen to that, um, whatever the runtime of Minstrel's Prayer is, it will be me groaning for the three minutes and 30 seconds that it is. Just because from the bat, I'm like, this song is horrible. Don't remember that song. I do remember like Chrome. I have that. We can listen to that someday. I do think some songs still hold up. They're very catchy stuff. This is also in the DVD I'm going to give you. This song? Yeah. They play it live? Yeah. Wow. They, uh, uh spoiler, they close with it. <laughs> but it's very good. Now I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> they, they add drums to it now. Really? And, oh, yeah. So it's like the um, uh, Limbeck Live version of uh, on Ohio. In, yep. in Ohio on some steps. How, like, it kicks in at the end. I do like that a lot. I wish we would have got a recorded version of that song. Like Limbeck, please record this. What else do we got? They were... Looks like they came out of Huntsville, Alabama. It says years active. They started in 97. So for this to... Released in 2004. They must have kind of just been tooling around locally. All right, so that was side A of North Star Pollyanna. Let me flip over and we'll get started with side B.
can't remember how side B starts. There we yeah. go. All right. All right. <laughs> I think at the time, too, no one sounded like this. No. I remember uh, my wife and I were just dating. I was driving her back to her house one night, and this was what was in the CD player. And I I would like to think for that reason, just because that's the way like I get into music, new music, I was like, yes, this is in my wheelhouse, but like I've never heard it done like this before. And obviously, it's... I, we both think it's a very good album. Yeah. We wouldn't be listening to it otherwise. But uh, I remember when we pulled into the driveway, she said, uh, she's like, she's like, I got a kind of awkward question for you. I'm like, yeah, what? She's like, can I take this CD and like, so I could burn it and have a copy of it? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, do you have anything to listen to on the ride home? I'm like, I'll figure something out. I'm like, yeah, please yeah. take it. So. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think it, aside from his voice, uh, the guitar work really separates them from yes. a lot of bands, most of the bands at the time. I mean, two guitars playing different, intricate things. You know? I think especially with what we're listening to, while... Four chord pop punk. Yeah, it was either... Very loud, basic pop punk, which, don't get me wrong, I still listen to. But it's, I don't, I, I don't know how to say this. It wasn't as intricate. This is more intricate than other things we're listening to. And it hit this weird thing where they're not afraid to use these, like, slightly distorted almost clean tones yeah that to do these parts that's what really drew me in yeah they're not sparkly super clean yes there's a little grit to to their uh softer parts like this that goes mm, excuse me that goes back to the the, is that is that a pvm the 4040 i feel like it's something like that it literally just says 4040 on the head and then he had a different cab for it i could be wrong Hmm. Nothing came up for PV40. I'm just going to search 4040. Yeah. My guitar gear knowledge has slipped through the years. <laughs> I'm out of the game. I'm out. Shit, man. I'm getting nothing. When I search for 4040s, like microphones actually come up. If you want to search around and think of what it could be. All right. Was it just Tyler that played through it? No, I'm pretty sure they both. Oh, both did. And it must have not have been them. Someone around this time was one of the first people I was like, I'm like, what is a box? And like that was the first time I saw one of those. Were you with me the one time I played the Vox combo amp at Guitar Center? Probably. <laughs> I remember playing it and thinking, I'm like, this sounds incredible. This sounds 
huge. And I realized I didn't, I wasn't even on the game channel yet. Oh, really? Because it sounded that good. Yeah. And it had a little bite like this. Yep. Um, so then when I switched over, I'm like, holy shit. So. Am I just completely making this amp up? It's got to be something. It may not be exactly a 40-40. Let's look up uh, maybe just PB heads and what comes up. Oh, my God. That's such a good start. Yeah. Speaking of amps, um, do you remember my my bedrock amp? It was blue, right? No, it was like was it vanilla, vanilla color. It was like light white. It was pretty much. It was a. Was that when you were playing with? Did you ever play with Tom? Yeah. Tom Hurd. What about you, Ted? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Tom was the bassist, right? Yeah. yeah. I think you guys were practicing in his basement at one point. Uh huh. And I came over. Did you have it then? Did Probably. I think it had during that time. I think that's where I remember seeing it in his basement. Yeah. Because then um, I I was challenged to a duck hunt <laughs> competition, and I killed it. And everyone left the room but me and whoever was playing. Uh-huh. I can't remember. And they cheated and put the gun up to the screen and got a better score. And no one believed me that they did that. <laughs> Jesus. Obviously, we think of PV amps, and I think of like a combo amp that a, a friend of mine had as like, hey, this is my first amp ever kind of thing. Um, but there's like legit people who use them. I mean, I can't imagine, I can't imagine a well-made tube amp could ever sound horrendous. So. I'm gonna find this damn amp. We need to know. I can't believe they carried this over to this pressing. Um, but if you want to learn about uh, more about Nor- more about Northstar, you can go to myspace.com/northstar. Yes. fucking stupid that's why it's 5150 50. oh that's absolutely absolutely where did i get 40 40 from yeah. Yeah, just clicked in my head you're on the right track yeah, yeah. you knew it was a, yeah. a four digit number yeah. but yeah it's a 5150 and they both had gibsons i think uh, here's Nick- why it fucking rips the pv5150 is an all-tube guitar amplifier made by pv electronics in 92 Initially as a signature model for Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> yep. So for him to do ripping, screaming solos. Yep. 
think uh, Nick had an uh, SG and Tyler had a um, Les Paul. I think so. Yeah, sure. I remember that. It's crazy I remember this like 13 years later. <laughs> Shows how much I like the band. Yeah, exactly. It's the kind of thing where I could probably... I remember things like when we saw Rufio at Backstage Pub that Clark, the lead guitarist who doesn't sing... Was that the Rufio Yellow Card TBS... Um, it was a show? stacked show. I thought. Wait, no, I think that one was Rufio, moaning, moaning Rufio, brand new Taken Back Sunday. Okay, yeah, 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 that was the show. That's where I bought my. I can't find it, but I bought my uh, weird down with bears Taken Back Sunday shirt. That, every time you wore that, I wish I bought that because yeah. that's such a good shirt. It's, it's disappeared. I can't find it. I, I've moved like three times. I, I can't. I, I don't have it anymore. I also bought a North Star shirt at the show we went to. Yeah. And I lost that. Damn. It's very good, by the way. Such a chill chorus. Yeah. soft spot for um, guitar fills like that where it's uh, hi-hat, hi-hat roll I guess yeah. so I mean I think he was hitting cymbals in that case but some type of cymbal or hi-hat done I, I was just listening to this the other night too yeah it, even now, I'm just still tapping to get along. And I think... I'm glad I own this on vinyl. I really do. Yeah. This is one you kept, right? Yeah, I, I purged my collection. <laughs> but yeah, I own this story. It's never leaving. But yeah, I own my top five favorite. Yeah. They've never leaving my collection. I think, I think the last thing in my... When I first started buying vinyl, there was... a. I had like, I don't know, a specific number, three to five albums. I'm like, if I could get these, I would be happy. I think ever since I got the last one, which was Brand New Deja, I kind of like reeled what, back a little on buying what stuff. What version? Did you get like a first pressing or did you not care? Uh, no, I got the repress that yeah. was on uh, Shop Radio Cast, my, I think. My brother bought that for me for Christmas. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's my question. Yeah. Too, so do you care about, I mean, it's a good question for this. Pressings, do you care? I used to care. Used to now that it's become far more popular uh, than when I used to, to the point where the last time we went to Record Store Day. Did I, you go to this past one? I haven't gone to the past two. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I we used to go since, all the time. Since we yeah. went the last time when we went outside. Um, that store handled it well. I like that they let in a amount of people at a time. Right. And they're like, all right, now the next 10 to 15 people can come in. Where the other location of the record theater that we went to, it was pure Black Friday mania, where they unlocked the doors and said, have at it. So um, while the last one I went to was handled well, I, in one part, there hasn't been anything where I'm dying to get it. Like, right. 
the previous one with the poor Black Friday-like experience. Um, I was dying to get maybe ever glow. Oh yeah, so I got that. I I had a copy. I had a first pressing of that. Yes, I gave it back to my girlfriend. Oh okay. <laughs> she um, good story on that. I when it came out years ago, I yeah, um, it had a very limited pressing. No, I'm you're talking about like original. It was yeah. released on vinyl. Yeah, I had no idea. I had the original pressing. Um, it was only because I was at work and I saw it and I texted my girlfriend. Yeah, because she, she's in love. She loves me more than I do. Yeah. Hey, just so you know, this is getting released on vinyl in like an hour. If you want to get it, go ahead. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I'll try and get two, but she couldn't. So she got her own copy. She actually ended up giving it to me a couple years later. Yeah. <laughs> so I gave it back to her. But nice. You get a lot of money for that. Thing. Can you really? Oh, like 150, 200 bucks. Probably not anymore, though, since they repressed it. I, they did repress it on some Jason. crazy multicolor yeah, yeah. thing that I saw. Because there was a guy at work. I was kind of just rattling off things that, that he likes that I might have on vinyl because he, he started collecting too. Yeah. And he's like, man, I would love that. And so we looked into it and turned off and saw the repress yeah. on there. See, I, I used to care about first pressings. Um, the only first pressing I care about is my Ghetto Kids Something to Write Home About copy. That's original? Yeah, from 1999. Wow. Yeah. Which my girlfriend also bought for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to say I have a good girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. But, um, yeah, that's that's all I really care about. I used to care. Yeah, I used to as well. I mean, there's obviously people who still do, based on the fact that sites like Discogs, yes. when you go to buy it, it tells you what pressing you're buying, what variants you're buying. Because there's people who want the Wonder Years Upside, Baby Blue. So. Yes. Hell yeah. So now I've... Is this the last song? It uh, is. I thought there was two left. Wait. Or is there a... Oh, there's a special track. Oh, yes. Okay. That's I forgot right. about this that. This is the closer. <laughs> As closers go, it's good, but it's... I wish they ended on a stronger note. Would you uh, just rearrange the track? Yes. I mean, this song's still killer, but... That's how I feel about Sherwood Sing, but keep going. I want the last two tracks to be flipped. Yeah. I think I should end with uh, You're Like a Ghost. That would be perfect. Yeah. Conversely, though, the next album they released, um, what was it called? Or Sherwood. Yeah, Sherwood. Sherwood, um, the one with the longest line... What the hell is that called? I can see the cover in my head. Yeah, with the sun on it. Yeah. I'll look. Hold on. I'll look it up. But the closer on that one is very good. Yeah. They got a lot more popular with that album. They did. Um, that one song. Uh, 
shit, I'm blanking it. Well, when we figure out the fucking name, Outside uh, it'll be on a different light. Damn it, how do yeah. we not know that? Uh, Never Ready to Leave on here is one of my favorite Sherwood yeah. songs. You got the album by me? I don't know if they ever pressed that. I have oh. Sing But Keep Going. Oh, really? And I'm a freak who actually loves uh, QU. Q-U's or how okay. you pronounce it. QU's yeah. okay. That's some skippers for me. It's just one of those albums where now I could see some people being like, well, this doesn't sound like Sherwood, yeah. so I don't like it. Right. Um, but I don't know. I, I gave that one a shot for some reason. And I... Personally, I just, it hit my ears nicely. So I do think, and I'm kind of, I might need to just do some digging around. I don't know if I, when I first listened to the album, if I had some pre-release version. Q? Yeah. Did that exist? Do you remember that? Where like it leaked really early? I think that's what happened. It does sound familiar. Just because the legit version, which I've eventually bought, is a different track listing, and I swear the songs sound slightly different to me. Like there's additional instruments, or they're it's mixed differently, or something like that. Uh-huh. I didn't know that when I bought it, so I deleted the other version, <laughs> and so now I have just this one, and I have no proof to show you that yeah. I, I think they sound differently. Or if it just sounds differently to me because of the way that track's different and things flow into each other differently. Right. I'm just so used to a certain method. Like on my phone, We Found Glory Screen Your Stereo 2 okay. is in the wrong track track listing that I thought was always right <laughs> until I looked it up one yeah, time. Yeah. And I cannot listen to it any other way than this incorrect right. track listing. Oh, I, I totally get that. Yeah. Love megaphone Oof. distant vocals. Yep. That is the full album. That is, yeah. Um, now it's a bonus track. <laughs> yeah, bonus track. Just like you, me, and everyone we know. We got a drunk on vinyl exclusive yeah. yes. <laughs> air horn. <laughs> 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 You have to feel that this was recorded maybe during casino times, early casino. Do you think? This song? The version? Yeah. It or did it exist and I never knew about it. No, I think it did during this oh, okay. session. okay. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. Like I said before, they. this is on the EP I have, too. Oh, shit. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. I, I never had that EP, I guess. Yeah. It was, I mean, it... I don't remember it being, like, officially released. or just like, ah, oh, here you go. <laughs> I think it's by the time they were done, they're like, ah, here's this. Yeah, here's that, yeah. It's like certain things I see where fans just make their own EPs, like the way when Get Up Kids Guild Show came out, and there was uh, that secret site that if you bought the album, it told you where to go, and there were, like, demo versions of songs or, like, special songs. 
people at this point, if you search for it, there's a, it's called like the Guilt Show Secret Site EP. Uh-huh. And so any, everything that was on there. When um, Saves the Day and Reverie came out, they had a secret site like that too. I've never been able to find those songs because there are like live versions of As Your Ghost Takes Flight that exist somewhere and another song. Still sounds so good. Acoustic. Yeah. I was just talking to somebody the other day um, about writing songs and how if you can make a stripped down acoustic song sound incredible, conceivably, if you brought it to a full band, it should sound even better than yeah. just the bombastic nature of the full band. Right. with this I don't have an issue with an acoustic version having a different vocal melody I don't like when people say here's the acoustic version and it's me singing it an octave down instead of like yeah so stuff I don't know so for I, I his vocal melody in this while changed in the chorus it still sounds very good yeah Like a little throwback to the intro of the album. Yep. If it rides out like this, closing thoughts. Let's do that. I don't think it rides out. Does it? Does it come back? There we go. you've never heard it before hope you liked it uh i don't know why you wouldn't right personally um so hopefully it was your first time listening to this ever you enjoyed it you're gonna go pick it up somewhere maybe find the vinyl of it uh, not, probably not you're how pay, much is it you're gonna pay a pretty penny for it there's only one pressing and if it's you really expensive. want yeah and i got it um, <laughs> and, and yes and has it. um well thank you for listening And we'll see you on the next episode of Drunk on Vinyl. Bye. Bye.